Oh, we're in bullet time. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Fugitive. Oh boy. Welcome to the Fugitive Frames Film Podcast. I am Ricardo, <laughs> and I'm here with Marvin. Ah. Uh, <laughs> get it? Because Bugs Bunny. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's not how he sounds. No, that's, that's not a Peter that's not Griffin true. laugh. That's true. He, yeah. he kind of just goes, "Hey, what's up, Doc?" Yeah, he doesn't wow, have I'm a terrible. signature laugh. He says, eh, that's it. Yeah, well, that's true. It's, eh. yeah. and like, Corky has a laugh. Dan, that's true. That's true. I mean, I've been yelling at Marvin for the past 10 <laughs> seconds. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while, while we were recording, Dan was just yelling fuck word after fuck word. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because he <laughs> won't stop in, insisting that Bugs Bunny has a signature laugh. <laughs> also, I won't stop talking about the Matrix. Mel Blank, <laughs> Mel Blank, uh, he he made beautiful pens. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wonderful sandwich, uh, yeah, wonderful sandwich, but wonderful pens. He was he was a Renaissance man, really did everything. <laughs> All right, you do collect pens sometimes, huh? Yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I do yeah. like me a nice pen, dude. Yeah. Um, hey, what's up, guys? We're back. We're talking about the Matrix. The Matrix Resurrection. We've risen Specifically. again. Yeah. It, it's, not, it's not a singular resurrection. It's resurrections. Is it resurrections? Yeah, it's resurrection. Okay, okay. Sorry. Because spoilers, two people come back to life. Yeah, dude. Well, three, oh. four. I say four. I count four. <laughs> there's a lot of people. Yeah, there's yeah. a few yeah. people that kind of come back Smith to life. Smith is back in a way. Yeah. Morgan wait, is wait, back in a way. Wait, before, uh, yeah, <laughs> wait, before we get into it, uh, we should say spoiler alert. Well, there's oh, yeah. there's about oh, yeah. Yeah. Why, are you, why are you listening to this? <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to reviews before you see the movie, you idiot. I, I Unless you don't care. I, like I actually, I, don't I actually care. do. I, I listen to reviews before the movie, even for spoiler reviews. I, I'll be like, okay, it's fine. Yeah, personally, I'm also I'm always like, eh. If I don't, I don't. If, if I see a spoiler, I'm like, eh, whatever. I don't mind that much. So yeah, yeah. But that's me personally. It's so. it's the journey, the most spoiler averse among us. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, of us three, I am the most spoiler averse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you for me want- personally, it's like, hey, I only get one shot at getting an unspoiled experience, like one ever. That's true. I can I can know what happens next time. That's true. That's true. That's true. Well, I want spoilers. Well, let's, let's- let there be spoilers. Uh, so we're talking about the Matrix re- re- uh, Revolutions, um, <laughs> not that one. Resurrections. Uh, mm-hmm. We watched. We all watched it. Um, we have different uh, viewing uh, experiences. Yeah, um, Ricardo and I, and I, yeah, Ricardo Mar- and I saw it at the Alamo. Yeah, yeah. Literally, we went when we we, we brought our six shooters, and we're like, (laughs) nobody's gonna take this Alamo from us. And (laughs) 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 we were in Texas. We drove all the way to Texas. Mm -hmm. That was a long drive, dude. I forgot about the Alamo. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, And we said when it happened, we said we'll never forget the Alamo, and we forgot about it, dude. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, we're pieces of shit, dude. Um, (laughs) Well, everyone told you to remember whether or not you actually did was up to you. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Also, shout outs to Ricardo for saving us when we were trapped in the parking garage because I lost my parking ticket. Yeah, (laughs) we did the whole follow closely behind. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, car trick. <laughs> yeah, props. So I have a theory, and I'm gonna, Man, I'm, gonna I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask on air to put more pressure on you. Did okay. Sarah suggest this method? And you said no, and then she's like, "I'll do it then," and I'll and I'll drive. Or- no, no, no. We 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 thought you would. We're in a different parking garage. So I didn't, did too. I did it didn't too. cross our mind. So yeah, we were like, "Well, we can't do that." So yeah. we were at the point where we were thinking about unlocking the gates. 
and then driving around back to the front because they locked off the entrance gate but oh, there's okay, like a yeah. way around but if yeah. you like unpadlock something so we were like maybe there's a way to unpadlock this yeah <laughs> you can just drive right back in and go right back out I uh, thought I thought Sarah had suggested it, and then you're like, I don't want to do that. It seems. Oh no, crazy. I want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I didn't fucking care. Um, <laughs> so you had to escape the parking lot tricks. Yeah, we had to. Yeah, yeah we had to. <laughs> yeah, I would have suggested that too, but I also thought we were in a different parking spot. But yeah, it turns out we said, were on oh, the same level. Yeah, you said, "Oh, we have to go downstairs." You, you, and Daniel both went downstairs, and it was. Like, I I just thought like because I thought not me we, by the way. We yeah, different. Out, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was a different parking lot because. We, it was, it was, it's just, it, we were in the same level. It was just on the different sides of the, where the elevators are. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that <laughs> but I thought it, it was yeah. a different parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but turns out now we're idiots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, man, you got us out. So yeah. Yeah. Escape oh, from LA. As they yeah, call it. So that's how you guys saw it. Yeah. It was an I, experience. On the other hand. One experience w- involved of the Alamo. We drove to the Alamo, got stuck mm. in the parking lot. That's us. Mm. Dan, how did you see it? I watched it on our good friend, HBO Max. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at or as some 6 a.m. Hobo, in the Hobo morning Max. because my sleep schedule's fucked. <laughs> it's fucked as fuck. 6 a.m.? 6 a.m. Oof. I watched That's it all fine. through, which is probably, probably why, like, maybe halfway through the movie, I checked the runtime. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> it is a two and a half Better hour Better keep movie. going, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah. It's not that I was, uh, it's not that I was getting, you know, you know, frustrated with the movie or anything. It's just like, I, I realized, oh, no, I'm committed to this. <laughs> um, when we, when I saw, Revol- uh, what is it? Uh, what's, it's the Matrix and then the Matrix Reloaded and then Revolutions, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Revolutions, we saw, we're like, ah, they're going to redeem themselves. Let's not worry about it. Let's go to the early <laughs> showing. Because uh, for some reason, they, they weren't showing, they didn't have a midnight showing for that one for some reason. So mm-hmm. we went to the 7 a.m. showing of it. Mm-hmm. And like, we skipped, we were in college at the time and we skipped, we skipped class to go see it. And then we're like, this is what we're going to have. We're going to go see the movie, then go to IHOP. And then we're going to, it's going to be a great day because we ditched. We're going to take advantage of it, maybe go see another movie. And then we, we did that. And we were just sitting in IHOP all angry, yelling yeah. at each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just fucking, what the, why what the fuck did we get up so early? Why? <laughs> literally just yelling at each other, dude. I, I think it almost caused the, a, a fist the, fight. The finale movie of the Matrix trilogy had very little Matrix in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It very, yeah. Disappointingly, there is barely any and matrix the, at all and the matrix that was in it was some stupid dragon ball z shit <laughs> i mean i mean they, they they're going with our names they should have called it matrix real world you know and <laughs> yeah, that, you would have yeah. been okay with that it's just or for realsies call so, it realsies <laughs> uh, <laughs> like the main thing is that so this is how i would rank the movies just to just to let everyone know where, where, where i stand on it the matrix is great i think it's number one Matrix Resurrections, I don't think is that far below it. I think it's like maybe like a pit below the Matrix original, which and, I think is currently, at least as of this recording, a pretty unpopular opinion. Yeah, a lot of people aren't that stoked about it. Um, I, th- I put Reloaded and Re- Revolutions far, far below Resurrections, but a lot of people are saying they like Reloaded better. And Reloaded is terrible, dude. Like, 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 here's the thing. Reloaded and Revolutions is an open secret that yeah. they were actually supposed to be one movie. Yeah. But they were, the script got split up because Warner Brothers was like, trilogy, please. So that's why it was shot back to back. That's why Reloaded was, just ends back, on a cliffhanger. You know? a, a couple of uh, spoilers. One, um, I noticed the credits. I was going to mention it to you when we saw it that night. That, uh, 
Fuck. Joel Silver is not a producer on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's not a silver producer he's, anymore. He's, you know, he's that. a piece of shit, turns out. Um, <laughs> but also, um, is back then when you could just yell out, Trilogy! And then they had the, <laughs> a, a director and writer, writing team would have to figure out how to do that. The acquiesce, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, that's how they did it for, for uh, Back to the Future. I declare <laughs> Trilogy! And like, oh, fuck. What, she what? declared it. <laughs> was it still this era when The Hobbit was made? Yep. They're like, yeah. I declare... 25 movies that suck and the same company <laughs> made yeah, it so. So. well all right I, I think i think the like so that's why like reloaded is like okay there's a lot of action that people are like oh yeah that's really cool but the action's in service of nothing because half of the movie is just trying to find this korean guy who's yeah the key maker and like we don't know why we need the key maker we're not told until we meet the architect and do they say he's korean Oh, the actor's Korean. So, okay, yeah, so you just, just you just added that for flavor. Yeah, I just added that yeah, for, yeah, 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 for whatever for Korean yeah. spicy flavor. Yeah, uh, inside but, baseball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just I like because I thought they they weren't that specific. They're not like, hey, okay, we're Korean back in the matrix. We're back, we're back in the we're we're back in the matrix. We've got to find this Korean fucking ma- uh, key maker. And they're like, wasn't any everybody like doesn't matter like the race because we're in the matrix? No, no, this guy's specifically Korean man. <laughs> Like, he's oh, in the Korea town part of the mega city. He's in everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Chinese guy. What the fuck? Ah, fuck. Yeah. Uh, um, but it's just like, and then when you have res- revolutions, revolutions is like mostly just like people asking questions to each other in terrible, terrible dialogue scenes. It's way too much Zion fighting. Like no one cares. And then the final fight is like this weird like Dragon Ball Z style fight, which is like not the worst thing in the world, but it just lasts so long. And it's just a bunch of like endless punching that ends. It's like, it's like uh man of steel before man of steel. A little That's bit. T- yeah. Yeah. I can see what At you one point that. he goes, uh, wait, why did you say Martha? <laughs> <laughs> and then and they become friends. Net Smith's yeah. neck. <laughs> Smith becomes best friends with fucking Anderson. Um, well, okay, let, let's get into it. So we, we're not stretching this fucking thing. People are here to see, think, you know, we're, it's, it's a, it's a it's resurrection revolution time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's resurrection time. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that's what he, they, that's what Neo should have said. It's resurrection time. It's bro. resurrection time. Yeah. Um, so, okay. I feel like so, that's something Bugs might've said, but was cut. <laughs> yeah. So the movie is basically what I call, and look, before we get into it, Marvin said he liked it. It's, it's under the matrix for him. For me, it's the same, but the other two movies don't really exist for me. Like it's just, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to see them again. I don't own them. I, I I've I, seen I, those sequels dozens of times to, as when I was younger to try to convince myself they're okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're not. They're not. <laughs> yeah. Um, I even re-edited them together. To make one movie, <laughs> I've done it. I have it's it on the, my computer right now. Yeah, <laughs> Marvin's your bad. your poster boy for Stockholm syndrome vis a vis the Matrix. Yeah, and it's yeah. better when it's one movie, yeah. but it's still overall bad. Yeah. Like <laughs> Marvin with the Matrix is like me with the two B A Master Pokemon CD, <laughs> where I bought it because I loved it. You really loved the it. source material so much, and I thought I kept on convincing myself this is actually fine. It's okay. It's, it's about fine. Pokemon. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so I thought though so the movies don't exist for me. Only the Matrix. God damn it. There's too many R's, dude. And the, uh, the interesting thing is this movie even references Matrix online. So like the whole thing about just slightly ahead, like it, it actually references all of those movies and then also the Matrix online. Like the part where they have to talk about 
Morpheus having died because he was being too fanatical about like trusting in Neo. That's actually a reference to Matrix Online. And also the Neologists are a reference to where there was a faction in the Matrix Online called E Pluribus Neo because they were (laughs) all like Neo followers. And you know, you know, the kid from the sequels, that the kid who's like, Oh, I wanna you save me, Neo. Yeah, you know? first debuted in the Animatrix. Yeah, first debuted in the Animatrix, and uh, that was the founder of E Pluribus. And then he Neo. lost all of his skateboarding powers. Why? <laughs> Is that the kid that goes really you, cool at you, skateboarding? Are you a real angel? <laughs> oh boy um i think this is uh oh so dan so where do you rank this you liked it uh i actually do like it which i think makes this panel very weird and unique because like we're all kind of iconoclastic over here liking this movie um i, I, I liked it but i didn't love it love it like there's clearly a million things wrong with it but i enjoyed it and i had fun with it so i'm not gonna i i, I didn't nitpick it because in in a year where like i don't know when this was made was this, was this made during during covid like, so it, it started production right before covid and about a third of the way through yeah. in march of 2020 they, they had stopped shut down right? and yeah, then when everything like, shut down yeah and then lana basically went you know what maybe we'll stop production and we'll just never do it again and it'll be like one of those legendary movies where like people were like oh man what came of that movie right yeah and apparently the the cast specifically uh, mostly Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss came over and was like come on like we're we already shot a lot of this in San Francisco let's finish this and then yeah. and then eventually Lana was like okay let's let's finish it and then you know that's but then they ended up wrapping within the same year in November. Yeah. Yes, yes. So it, it wasn't that long a time of deliberating and, you know, hemming yeah, and yeah. it. It took yeah. a little while, but they did get back on the horse, like, within yeah. a year. Because uh, I'm wondering if that hindered some of the some of the scenes. So, like, my biggest complaint, uh, I'll start with my biggest complaints and then and work up to the fact. Look, I'm I very it. interested in it, actually, yeah. I, of your complaints, because um, because generally the only other the, the what I've seen the gist of when other people have complained about the movie is that one, I'm just gonna be frank. If people if you're one of the people who say this movie is too woke, uh, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, it's not it's not woke at all. And I feel like you're only saying that because Lana is trans. And if that's why you're saying this is too woke, then I'm like, all right, well, I don't value your opinion very much on this. Hey, but, but Bugs was way too affectionate with that lady near the end there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I care for that. And then, the, but, but I think the vast majority of the criticism I've seen is that it's, yeah, apparently Dan, Dan Dan's uh, the critics that he's been listening to are, are like 1950s Brooklyn. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> hey, I saw it over here in Brooklyn, and uh, get you over know. <laughs> my critiquing over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But the but the vast majority of the criticism I had seen is that uh, people don't say it doesn't feel like the first Matrix at all. And like, if that's what you're looking for, you're correct. It doesn't at all. Yeah, it's a new, it's, you know called the, it's called the new Matrix. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're like they're like we we learned how to how to use the RGB color spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing about this movie. It's actually really nice to have the matrix where the colors are normal for a bit. Yeah. And then when it goes out of control at the end, the green tint comes back and yeah, then you're yeah, like, Oh nice. great. That's like a, you're using color grading as storytelling instead yeah. of just everything is smeared green, especially in the sequels. Yeah. <laughs> so that anyway, ob- that was so obnoxious to me. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I yeah. didn't get a chance to say that. Yeah. In, in, in regards to sequels, I feel like I've only seen 
each one once in the theater upon release. And for whatever reason, I think I liked Revolutions ever so slightly more than Reloaded, but I think that's just because it provided the closure that Reloaded lacked. That's true. Reloaded just stops. I think that was the only reason why. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, okay. So one of my biggest complaints is like the Matrix, the first Matrix revolutionized kind of action movies of how mm-hmm. they were done. Like it started a new trend. It revolutionized how things were filmed because then we had 10 years of bullet time mm-hmm. and 10 years of like, like Swordfish, which was made like a year or two af- after the Matrix. Yeah. Joel Silver desperately wanted yeah. a similar flavor. Yeah. He it's just like, was I, like, I gotta use hackers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got we hackers. Your yeah, Matrix he, he, is he also was born in Brooklyn. Cubic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, in Brooklyn, everything's gotta be like the Matrix. Uh, and so. <laughs> <laughs> everything everything absolutely ate. everything everything uh so he made surfish has that 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 hue uh, uh that's like oh okay it's like mm-hmm. the matrix Santa. and it also has the bullet time that they mm-hmm. use absolutely so it, it really inspired a lot of milf film uh, milf makers <laughs> <laughs> No, let's go with that. Let's go. With yeah, that. yeah. A lot of milk makers. <laughs> Many milfs were made that day. Yeah, yeah well, that day. I mean, yeah. there must be countless Matrix porn parodies. Come on. <laughs> gotta be, gotta be. So, so it inspired a lot of filmmakers. Uh, that's, I'm glad I said that. I'm going to call filmmakers milf makers from now on. Um, so, filmmakers. And I think that for a movie that did that, that to a generation, mm-hmm. that's what. They should have done something different with the fights in this one, like something completely different. And they, they didn't did, do anything. Kind of. It's, yeah, it's not, not really. Dude. It's not kung fu oriented. So the the main thing to me that I so so the more I watch the Matrix as I've yeah. gotten older, it's it's the more I realize that the the kung fu actually isn't that great. It's like okay. no no it's 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 um bushly kung fu. Yeah, it's like when you when you're a kid. And you're like, oh, it's it's cool seeing the actors do the kung fu. And to their credit, they were not, you know, martial artists. The, the vast majority of them. So, like, yeah, you know, it's very difficult for them to do all those moves. And Yuan Mo Ping did a really good job training them to make sure that they looked believable. But then you see something like Once Upon a Time in China or any yeah. Jackie Chan movie right afterward, and you're like, this sucks. Yeah. In comparison, I feel like even the John Wick movies yeah. like, reach a higher bar. Like, at yeah, least yeah, yeah, yeah. Because John Wick is like designed everyone involved from the ground up is like we know action inside and out. So we know yeah. how to make it really great. By the way, if you if you if you don't know this stupid trivia, the John Wick people came from the Matrix. They were they were part of the Sun team as well. Mm-hmm. And the guy uh, who plays Chad in the movie is John Chad. Wick. Dire- yeah, yeah, he's the John Wick director. His name is Chad. Yeah, his name's actually <laughs> Chad. Everyone thinks it's some sort of weird red pill reference. It's not. He's just his name's actually Chad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and he is one of the directors of John Wick, the first one, right? He only did the first. I, one. I think the first one. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, because no, the other no, the other guy went on to do Deadpool and stuff. No, he did all of them. He's done all of them. Chad oh, okay, I don't know for them. sure. Yeah, 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 I'm not sure. Chad's d- been involved in all of them. The other guy's the one that's moved on. He's he's a. They're both awesome though. They're both yeah. awesome filmmakers. Yeah. Um. So I wanted more from the action. Yeah, they changed it a little bit, and and it's it's slightly different, but like. There's not a lot of set pieces, uh, big action set pieces, really. No, the only time they do True. a set piece is when it's almost like a reference. Yeah. Like like, uh, like the big fan service thing. And honestly, my big criticism of Resurrections is that 
that one center portion where Smith returns and all the exiles return. Yeah. And like, let's, that's basically one giant fan service moment yeah. where you're kind of just like, Hey, these guys have nothing to do with the plot. This is not advancing Neo's character in any way because the idea of Neo learning how to be Neo again from a fight was already done literally the scene before with Robo Morpheus. Yeah. Right. So you don't need that again. So this is basically just a scene just to be like, hey, Smith is back. So is the Merovingian. Yeah. So are the random Wolverine wolf vampire exiles they're back too for some reason oh and neo just beats the shit out of them all and yeah. you know and i was also ready the- to come into this uh, criticizing the movie for not incorporating uh werewolves from path of neo but they did yeah never mind yeah yeah they yeah. did yeah yeah they and i'm like did. where's the frenchman no ants, where's the frenchman <laughs> and then he showed up the frenchman showed up yeah um <laughs> so uh here's my thing is that like that fight should have been cool it should have been like a cooler version of of not revolutions, uh, reloaded. Remember, is it is it revolutions when they fight in that like castle? Oh yeah, that's reloaded. Re- that's reloaded. Yeah, reloaded. The, the, reloaded. The, it's a Merovingian chateau in the mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it isn't. It's lame. It's it's it's. It, it, I, I I I didn't really like any of the action scenes. And then the action scenes at the end with the swarm mode, like he's just using the force to like knock yeah, people over. That's what and I mean. I, that's like his. That's a that's their different take on the action. I think is that they're less concerned with the Kung Fu elements than they are with just the fact that an action scene is an emotional beat for storytelling. Like, you know what should have happened in this movie? There should have been a scene where Neo was like, I still know Kung Fu. And then someone tells him when you're ready, Neo, you won't have to. I mean, he didn't. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's he just pushed people away. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, if you have the ability to do that, you'd no longer. Yeah, why, why not? Yeah, just it's blow, totally yeah. efficient. Blow them away with huge force powers. I mean, yeah, I just I, I wanted more, and and it didn't give me what I wanted. It's fine. And, so. I, and I think that's actually a big thing that people were also like feeling like they were missing from this movie is that it's interesting. Like, I think I think the Matrix was revolutionary for filmmakers in America. I think like when Asian filmmakers look at the Matrix, they're like, oh, they're doing the things we're doing that we've been but, doing but for poorly, decades. But poorly. Yeah, but not as interesting. The, main, the, the thing that made the Matrix interesting on top of that was that you had the cyberpunk dystopian future. Yeah. All that stuff on top of it. And that was a really, that was peanut butter and chocolate, right? It just went together yeah. really well. Guys, we're, we're starting to have the, the, the first act game dev discussion here. <laughs> like, what was the Matrix really yeah, about? That's, was that's, it about this? Was it about that? Yeah. It's about Kung Fu, right? now. it's about the mind fuck. It's about, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. That, that's literally what the first, the first act of the movie I really enjoyed because it's just Lana talking to the audience. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just her being like, these are the traumas I've started to go through ever since the yeah, Matrix. Yeah, it's so ended. indulgent and meta, but <laughs> like in a way that I that I also personally enjoyed. I was like, I, I yeah, I dig this. Like, and it makes I sense. can totally see yeah. how this makes sense for her. Yeah, because she, yeah. she wrote this movie as therapy. So mm-hmm. if, if that was what she was going for, perfect. And I and I know that she's basically like, okay, I'm gonna write all this, get this stuff off my chest. Once mm-hmm. we're done. All right, my my favorite characters are back. Let's let's start the action movie. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it was ba- it's basically like th- that was the ultimatum. Like, hey, we're gonna make the Matrix with or without you. So figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yep, you have eight months to figure it out. <laughs> and literally, Warner Brothers is our boss too. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. And that turned out to work great because Warner Brothers does actually also make games. So yeah. Like, yeah, that, that oh, whole absolutely. conceit all ties together correctly. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. fine. And then my other complaint is that like, I don't know why you needed, this is, this is more like a two-parter, but it's kind of rolled into one. Mm-hmm. You don't need Smith. That's my, that's my main concern. Uh, you don't actually, need Smith yeah. and you don't need Morpheus. Yeah. So the only thing I can think of is that I, while they were making the the script, I can imagine people in the room being like, well, what about Morpheus and Smith? Aren't people going to wonder where they are? And I think that's why want, Lana was like, I'm just going to do it this way because I don't want them back as characters. So fuck you guys. I'm going to make them weird. And yeah. when you see clips of them in trailers, it's going to be mysterious as to why they're like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and But it's also not explained. Like, it's not like... Like, why? Okay, okay. How about we do our best to explain what Morpheus and Smith even are in this movie? Yeah, so from what I can gather, Morpheus is actually a program that Neo created in his game program, Binary. Yeah, but within that modal that we're describing, yes, uh, this Morpheus uh, entity begins its life as an Agent Smith. That looks like a black guy. He combined Agent Smith with Morpheus because to him, those two characters, according to the conceit of the movie, I don't agree with this, but according to the conceit of the movie, were pivotal in defining who he is as Neo. But I don't think that makes a lot of sense. uh, And is that act intentional? Is that intended to read as an intentional act on Thomas Anderson's part within the Matrix? Yeah, it's supposed to be that subconsciously he created that character that way because- it Like was subconsciously a, or consciously? A subconsciously. Like it's not- okay. it, He didn't do it on purpose. He was he created this modal consciously, like actively as an experiment, but subconsciously as a way to insert characters back into his own narrative that will help him break out of his funk. Yeah, and it's interesting because the only reason why this ends up working is through uh, external intervention via Bugs and their crew. Yeah, yeah, it's not- the the first the the logic of Morpheus isn't super clear. Um, the actual establishment of it. Once right. you you accept that Morpheus as this um exile program character is back, you're fine. But the actual conceit of why it happens to begin with doesn't make a lot of sense. It's a little it doesn't make sense at all. It's very stretched. The amount of explanation you need to do. Yeah, and and in in like. Ultimately, what you have to accept is that the entirety of this new Morpheus character comes directly from Neo himself. Yeah, which is kind of weird. So this is like what he thinks of as Morpheus is? Exactly. Yeah. So that, that that's what makes you, or it leaves room for doubt as to whether or not this Morpheus can actually be who Morpheus is supposed to be. Yeah. He can't, he can't. It's the same for Smith too. Like Smith, you're like, okay, Smith is his boss. What's going on here? And the explanation is supposed to be that because Smith merged with Neo, he can't ever be fully disentangled. So no matter what new version of the Matrix is created, there will be a version of Smith there. Oh, is that how that worked? Yeah, okay. that's supposed to be the explanation. And Smith is like, because he's a new version, he has no uh, conscious memories of it until th- memories are unlocked by events happening, which is... No, he just has to look at a gun. Yeah, and go, oh, I used to hold guns. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm so wrecked. <laughs> But, but that like, too okay. is very shoehorned I'll, in. You yeah, know? I'll bet that I I can't be the only person like who who has both seen the Matrix movies and like enough anime and video games and bullshit like that. Like his 
pick up the gun and yelling of Mr. Anderson was such a cute moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was totally being a Majima there. He saw Neo across the street and was like, oh! (laughs) (laughs) Like, he's totally a a Majima guy. Yeah, it's, it's... It, it these those were like the parts of the movies of the, of the of this movie that it just didn't quite mesh because yeah. it feels inserted it feels forced yeah in. It, they're bending over backwards to like bring in the familiarity like I don't yeah. it, it's debatably fan service because it's like well yeah. here are the characters back but they're not who you I think they're it's purely not, I think it's purely fan service because Morpheus actually has no part to play in the story. Yep, I wish they wouldn't have brought in Morpheus and just would have concentrated given given the new characters more screen time. Yeah, maybe, maybe less fan service, more like fan mollification. <laughs> more, it's like, hey, there they are. Fuck off. Yeah, something like that. I mean, like, I, I feel like Morpheus specifically is almost like a flippant reference to Morpheus because he comes out of the bathroom stall and he goes, hey, it's well, me. Yeah, it's this like, feels like Lana, you know, 20 years later being like, oh, that was so cringe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I like, I can't believe I wrote it like that. It's like, <laughs> and okay, it's like this is, this the, is the thing is, in the original scene, Morpheus, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, he's such a good actor. He makes that entire scene feel very believable, even though it's so theatrical, it's so dramatic. You're like, mm-hmm. that's fine. He's he's a good enough actor. He makes it work. But uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen is not. So when he does a line, it immediately comes off as funny. So I yeah, think mm-hmm. that's why they just were like, ah, oh, just play it off as something stupid. I don't know if that's actually how it's written, but you know, it just it yeah. just feels like you know, no one could ever really replay that. You know. Sure. And and like if you if you just lift up Morpheus and Smith out of the movie, the movie's literally fully intact. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. There is nothing in the movie that doesn't work without them. Yep. Like literally. It all works just fine. The only thing you'd have to replace is the scene where Morpheus and Neo fight in the dojo again. Or like Easy. Well, well, you can get rid of that because yeah, it, yeah. it served no purpose. But the, uh, Morpheus and helps. just find some other syn- synthient. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or have Bugs do it. Just have Bugs like be in there and be like, "Listen, I'm going to get you up to speed." And Bugs, or or just have the French guy. He'd be he'd be like, "Hey, let's stop fighting. Let me help me out with this thing, and then I'll help you. F- I'll help free yourself." Oh yeah, maybe the French guy shows up there and yeah. he's like, "I'm gonna help you. Fig- I'm gonna yeah. make you remember what the Matrix was like." Yeah, and blah, blah, we're blah. talking about the Merovingian. The Merovingian, yes. Yeah, Merovingian <laughs> play, and, and and he could go, "Hey, this is a French connection," and then he, and then you you <laughs> throw in a French connection reference there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And he's like, ah, huh? anybody? French connection? <laughs> anybody? Any remember? Does anybody remember that? Um, <laughs> but I agree. Those, those, those are the weakest parts of the movie to me. Th- yeah. That's really my only complaint. And then you know, that that's it. That's. It. I hated the stinger at the end of the credits. It was really stupid. Oh boy, that was what, bad. What was that was stinger? Neo what was bad. stinger? The the cat tricks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was, I mean, that was just yeah. stupid. It was like yeah, you just, a, if you're gonna do that, just don't do that. It was just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah, since w- Marvel has now set a precedent where like end credit scenes can be important, like or like at least something that adds a little more enjoyment. No, that was just I, a waste of time. Uh, no, <laughs> that was like a 2004 end credit tag, <laughs> like uh, like Bison punching through the TVs. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um. Anyway, those were my only two complaints. But other than that, it was. Here's the thing: is that like in a year that was like scared, like everyone was like scared to release their movies, and like everyone's like pushing till next year. Or, or, like all the even the Mission Impossible movies, like Tom Cruise had 
a movie that's supposed to come out this year, November, Maverick, mm. and he pushed it to next year. Mm. Everything got pushed to next year. Mm-hmm. Um, that it was fun to have a movie to go see in theaters, especially like during the Christmas time. And it was a fun, exciting time in the theater. Mm. Uh, even though like some parts, here's the thing that I also like that, like if I had seen that on HBO max, I would have definitely checked my phone like five times, <laughs> you know, at least just to be like, Oh, Fair. Oh, I should check my email. See if anything came in, even though it's like midnight, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I would have been distracted and being in the theater makes you be like, Hey, pay attention. Like you don't need, there's, there's nothing in your phone that, that can, cannot wait till like the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And Especially I, the Alamo where they'll actually kick you out. Yeah. They, <laughs> right. they actually beat you. And then <laughs> so they, they beat you and then they kick you out and then they go to work on you. Uh, so having that like experience was like, oh yeah, this is what it feels like to, to have fun and go to theater and, and devote your entire attention to it. Because mm-hmm. like, I, I yeah, my, my house has, I have a really big TV in my house and I have 7.1 surround sound, but like. Oh, okay. but like ha- having, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like ha- the fact that I could just look at my phone or look at my laptop while I'm watching something takes me out of it immediately. And and I've now like broken that chain, the connection. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where in the movie theater, we were like locked in and it was like, well. Uh, okay, question for you, Ricardo. It, yeah. When's the last time prior to this that you went to a movie theater to watch something? It was like a few days before The Matrix. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And in fact, the first time I saw Spider-Man twice. And right. the first time I look, rookie mistake, I drank a lot of soda during the movie. <laughs> okay. And then halfway through it I had to run. And then the second time I'm like, oh man, I really miss this part. And now oh boy. Th- yeah, this 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 flavors the movie a different color. Cause <laughs> I thought it wasn't an important scene that I that that I ran out on, but mm-hmm. it kind of was. Um, uh, I see. But yeah, so Yeah, that always sucks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I think the biggest triumph of Matrix Resurrections is that Lana, it seems like Lana was able to make the movie exactly the way she wanted it in the end. Yeah. Like, or at least have, close enough to it. Yeah, yeah. That with that first third of it just being like, fuck you, Warner Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially for like 30 to 35 minutes. Yeah. Just being like, you know, fuck you. Which, which is fine. Which is fine. <laughs> I think, I, mean, yeah. I think this happened because like this took so long. Warner Brothers has wanted more Matrix forever. Yeah. Ever they've since Revolutions came out. Yeah. yeah they've just, approached the, the Wachowskis however many times. It's like, hey, you feel like doing some more Matrix? And they're like, nah, we're good. Yeah, and then like it, a year later, they're like, "What about now?" Huh? Yeah, How's literally, basically, account? yeah, How's basically account? like that. And How's I guess the bank it, account. Huh? <laughs> Want a little more and money? I guess it took like a major tragedy in in their lives for Lana yeah. to finally be like, you know what? Like, and then, and then Lily didn't even want to do it, so it was yeah. only Lana. And then it's it's it's, it's very, very interesting because this is an entirely uh, Lana movie, but the original movies. Like Lana and Lily definitely both flavored the way the Matrix felt. So I wonder if this is partially because it's mostly Lana. This is an interesting year. There's a lot of like duo filmmakers that are splitting up. Not splitting up, but one's choosing not to make films anymore. Like uh, mm-hmm. the other one I can think of is Joel and Ethan Cohen. Like only Joel wanted to make the movie. Uh, the tragedy is that the Macbeth. Macbeth thing? Yeah, yeah. Only Joel wanted to make it. Have they split up now, or are they? Because uh, I heard I they were. He- I heard that they were going to just do their own thing now. I think it's just more of like same with Lily. Uh, I think Ethan just is like I'm not that interested in making movies anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is it is a lot to dedicate your life to like 
and and be kind of like tied down and anchored to another person just because like you're expected yeah. to be like that that that's hard. So yeah. I totally get the, it. Um, the 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 team, of course, that did John and Wick split up as well. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And the Hughes brothers split up as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's happening a lot, which is yeah. like not bad. I mean, yeah, yeah. In wrestling, tag team partners splitting up means they're both starting their own solo careers, and it becomes yeah. cool. So yeah. I mean, same thing. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, look, look at Beyonce. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her wrestling career took off <laughs> right away, immediately. Yeah, there's that infamous uh, photo where she's like, you know, about to suplex somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Any last thoughts before we sign off? Uh, we we in, in general liked it. Uh, we we're just nitpicking. I think. Yeah, it's my, it's my favorite blockbuster this year. I, I okay, like. I, I actually oh like if more than Spider Man. A lot more than Spider Man. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, like 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 a way. I more. haven't seen Spider Man, so I'm really curious to to feel to discover how I feel like between them. I, I need to thing. I need to get my ass to so, see Spider Man. So here's the thing: there's a messiness in Spider Man No Way Home that is fine. Like it's part of you're gonna get the messiness given what's going on in the movie. There's it's very difficult to avoid it. Sure. Um. But I feel like it's kind of like eh, it gets in the way every once in a while for me. Whereas Matrix Resurrections, it feel like it succeeds in spite of the messiness. Like I don't mind the messiness at all. Like it this feels more like, like this movie more, they right? managed to <laughs> yeah. tie together That's you like the more Matrix's. pieces that you're familiar with. Well, I, I, well, I mean, I should preface. I am heavily biased. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I love the Matrix, but you, I'm. I also watch this you, movie. You secretly call the Matrix this one called. <laughs> you call this one Matrix Erections. <laughs> <laughs> but but I also watched the movie honestly very critically because I don't honestly think the Wachowskis have made the, the Wachowskis have made more bad movies than they have made good movies. Absolutely, to be frank. Um, and like, I stand by Speed Racer. No, I do too, actually. But it's I, a good, I think a good Cloud movie. Atlas is terrible. Um, so many clouds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not enough um, atlases. What was that? The Jupiter Ascending? Or is that what it was called? The, yeah. the cat movie? Yeah. With um, with with uh, Magic Mike. Yeah, dude. El Mago Miguel. Um, yeah, dude. I wish I wish that movie was better. Um, yeah, it was it was terrible. And yeah. and like Sense Eight, honestly, is not that compelling. Never seen it. Yeah, so it's just like they have way fewer hits than misses. So like I came in very critical. I was thinking like I'm not going to. What about I, Bound? This, huh? Bound? Well, I mean, Bound's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's what's what got them the money to do the Matrix. So and and arguably the, so. the Matrix uh, Reloaded and Revolutions are are considered bad. Oh yeah, not like even didn't... within this very series, like the majority of the movies thus far have been bad. Yeah, didn't they? Didn't they write Assassins? Uh I don't know if they wrote. They yeah, they did. They it. did. They did. Oh, they did. Okay, story by. I mean, it's not that much story. <laughs> yeah, it's Lily, <laughs> Lily, and Lana, and then Brian um, Helgland. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, that's fine. I mean, but like, I honestly came into the movie very critically approaching it. Like, I did not think I would like it. Cause like from what I had seen, I was just like, ah, is this going to just be like lots of being like, remember this from the matrix? Yeah. Remember this from the matrix? And that does happen a lot in the movie. Don't get me wrong. There are mm-hmm. tons of references back and forth over and over again to just random shots or random people yeah. or random events that happen in the matrix. And you're like, that's fine. That's fun fan service. But like in the midst of all that, I think Lana created a really good emotional story. This is the first time in the series I actually believe the romance between Trinity and Neo, you know, because even in the first Matrix, you're kind of like, 
I, there's no spark here. The, the story is just written that way. Sure. But in this movie, I'm like, oh yeah, they. I feel like they genuinely actually like each other. <laughs> you know, and I feel like a lot of that was um, a lot of heavy lifting was on Carrie Ann Moss's part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and that's the other thing. It's that like uh, I think Keanu Reeves has become a better actor as time has gone on. Like in the original series and. The reason why Revolutions is so bad is because Keanu has to talk so much because um, he's not that great a dialogue deliverer. Honestly, he's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why Matrix, the first one movie, works so works so well is because like ninety percent of his dialogue is asking questions, and then other people explain to him what's going on, and that's fine. It's fine for him to be the the point of view character. It works perfectly well. But then once he became like the deconstruction of a messiah in Reloaded and Revolutions, he had to like start having his own gravitas and he just didn't. Sure. Um, And in this movie, he actually like, it's not amazing, but he holds his own in terms of dialogue. Well, he's also back to being confused as fuck about everything, which is nice. Yeah, that that helps. Yeah. But then when he's like asserting himself in certain lines or he's like, you know, it it works more than he did before. I think. Yeah. I I think the age actually just helps a little bit. With that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he's become a more seasoned actor. He just has more going on. I think. Yeah, uh, and I and I don't mean to like attribute it to like necessarily a a development of skill or experience. It's just that he actually literally looks older. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Like the age in his face helps sell it a little more. That's true. There's a, there's there's some uh, more world wariness that's built into his character just based on the fact that he's older. You know. Yeah, and then that suits this movie and its narrative for sure to me. Yeah. Um, I wanted, like, I, I know that we're trying to wrap up here, but I wanted to like, just present this thought to you because it hit me today while thinking about the movie. I was like, wait, 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 wait. If the current version of the matrix canonically has a summary of their real world history contained in a video game, like in the current instance of the matrix, and they're still going in there to like, you know, do their, do their little like operations and whatever out there from the, from the real world. Like, what do people in the real world think about what's going on in in today's current Matrix? Like, do people enter the Matrix to play the Matrix game just to see (laughs) what their own history is like from the perspective from the Matrix? Because it seems like you can play binary in uh, the VR headset because you see Neo wearing it. So, it seems like that's actually possible for you to Yeah, so it's like, hey, what happened 60 years ago? Well, you just got to play the game, man. You got to pop in and, you know, figure. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I I liked it. That's that's my summary. It's good. You should watch yeah. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would suggest if you can go see it in theaters. It, it just makes you again. It just makes you pay attention. Also, random, really random question. Christina Ritchie's in the cast as a character named Gwen Devere who only shows up for like one shot. Yeah, talking to the game dev studio. Is she significant in any way? I don't think so. Is she a reference to any? No, like, cast I, character I, I was wondering. I was wondering if if they cut some scenes out with her. Possibly. possibly. I feel like they should. I feel like, yeah, that, that seems like a resid, like, re, like what's left over after some cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be. It could also just be maybe Christina Ricci because the same thing happened with Tom Hardy. They, they were both shooting in San Francisco at the same time for Venom and then Let There Be mm. Carnage. And this movie was shooting. And uh, Tom Hardy was just nearby at a different street where they were shooting. He was like, oh my God, the Matrix is being shot here. Can I be an extra? And I'm they a were movie like, star. Let me in your movie. <laughs> well, he was just like, I love the Matrix. Can I be an extra? And they're like, yes, come on in, Tom Hardy. So, <laughs> so but only if you leave the Venom makeup on. <laughs> so they don't, they, the, it's unclear if he's actually in it because the extra shots are all like in silhouette. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. unclear if he's actually in it at all. But he, he ended up, 
maybe being in it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's you know, maybe Christina Ricci was just like, I'm, I'm nearby. Can I? Can I have a part? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that sums up our our uh, the Matrix Resurrections discussion. I hope yeah. you you you. Uh, what what did you think about it? Let us know on the comment section on our Instagram or Twitter. That's probably where we're most active mm-hmm. at Fugitive Frames Film Podcast on Twitter and um, Instagram. Let us know what you thought. Let us know if you hated it, you loved it, and why. As always, thanks for listening and follow our other ventures, uh, such as Newbie Star Trek and or our game channel. That's that's a little slow right now, but there's a lot of stuff to catch up on. And that's Fugitive Games on YouTube. And where then, you can watch uh, Marvin and I play an entire Matrix game, Path yeah, of Neo, yeah, for Path the PS2. Yeah. yeah, You will get a completely unabridged account of the first Matrix trilogy. Including the canonical absolutely ending. no changes <laughs> <laughs> from the movies. None. You didn't change any names like I do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, follow us there. Follow us on Twitter. Whatever. If you don't want to, it's fine. Stay, stay angry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> until next stay time. Stay angry and blue pill nerds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nerds. Yeah. Um, but the Matrix uh, lives on. Also, <laughs> we're going to we're going to uh, be be going back to uh, the well of the canon film series soon. So stay tuned. Um, we're do, we're doing four more movies from from the what now has been over a decade of of talking canon film films. So. How many are there total? Uh, like 50, 70 around there. Damn. Only? Um, okay. Wow. I imagine there'd be way more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Until next time. Hey, have a good week. Stay safe out there, buddy. Yeah.